This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it. It's always an awesome honor to give the word out and God is good and he's always got a fresh word and a good word. And, you know, even though you've been listening to uh, teachings for a long time, whether it be our ministry or other ministries, whatever, you need to hear the same things over and over and over again, because that's what it actually means to renew your mind. And I'm going to read a scripture here where it tells us to do exactly that. You know, I can't say how many times I've listened to a message that I heard 20, 30 years ago. But you forget, you you know what I mean? I Just the other night, I had somebody was was at the church, and he was saying how we sort of take back, we give it all to God, and then we take it back. Oh, and yeah. that's right where I was, and I yeah. needed to hear that message. Wow, that's good. That's right. <clears throat> that's very good. Romans 12, 2 says, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed, and it tells you how, by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So understand now your mind is not a physical organ, okay? Your brain is the physical organ, but your mind is where you think. It's like invisible. Your mind, it is. <laughs> I know, and your mind is, is in your soul. You know, your soul is your mind, will, and emotions. We're made of three parts, the spirit, the soul, and the body, the physical body. So your mind is part of your soul. And it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Remember how when our kids were, were little, you know, uh, uh, well, they would, they, they would uh, play with these transformers mm-hmm. to be transformed. Yes. You know, it's, it's like, uh, don't, conform, don't be conformed to the world and their ways, but be transformed. And he tells you how by the renewing of your mind. So really what this puts us in, it's a, it puts us in a position of choice, making a choice. And uh, yeah, I, I, I used to love buying those transformers, especially for our son. My kids like them too. Like, you would buy this vehicle and then it would, by manipulating it, moving around and it turns into a dinosaur, Yeah, yeah. you know, and that's what a transformer was. And, and the word conform, I want you to know what this really means. It means to fashion oneself to another pattern. So that's what it means. So God says, don't fashion yourself to the world's pattern because God's world and the world out there that we see the natural are completely different. They're like night and day. Yeah, it really is. And the church is slowly, because of the media being so widespread, you know, TV and the internet and YouTube, the church is slowly biting off pieces of the world's way of looking, living and thinking. And we were just talking about it, that we should have a mindset of I'm going to heaven. I'm focusing on heaven. I'm focusing on where I'm going, my reward, and what God has for me. Instead, the church is, it's like this is all there is. And the church has gathered some of that worldly mindset where, you know, get it, do it to them before they do it to you, you know. I got mine. And the church is slowly picking that up. And Todd was saying that you go to these other countries, the church is on fire for God, and their mindset is completely different. Wow. 
And that's a problem. That's a problem in America. We bought it. They've slowly um, moved that that sort of worldly mindset into the church. And the yeah, church but it went. really didn't. The church had to receive it. The church had to go out and get that. It was like, it, you, I know, you're going to get. And just by the things you watch on TV and, oh, and, the, and the music you listen to, that can change your thinking and, and, and make you more carnal and everything. And even, I'm, I'm not saying you're a bad person if you do this, but sort of like playing the lottery so you can get rich. That's the world's way of thinking, you That's know. Perfect. Make it quick, get rich, spend it all, have a ball, and then get broke again, you know. Oh, yeah. Broke again, but really, that's not really true. But anyway, it's true, and that's part of the worldly. Uh, uh, and we don't operate the way the world operates. We're totally no. different in the way we, no. just the way we handle money. Yeah, you know, you know, I want to. We firmly believe in prosperity here at Victory Life, totally. But the money isn't so you can be a big shot and ride around with a big car. The money is to further God's kingdom. Now I have money right. to help people that are missionaries, people that are doing God's work. I can help them. That's exactly right. That's what the money's for. That's a right mindset. And that's the only way God can actually give it to you. Right. When you know, that's right. That's right. But I want to get to the transformation of the mind. You know, Al and I, we operate completely differently, just like he said, than the world. And we were not always this way. I mean, we had, it was a process. We operated just like the world in many, many ways. But as we grew with the Lord and renewed our minds, we got it, you know? And now we think totally differently and uh, because we've renewed our mind to the word of God. You know, I got saved when I was 29. So I was deep in the way of the world. Yeah. And all that had to come out and it takes time. I'm not putting anybody down. It takes time to shift it. And to start to see and understand, you have to learn. You have to learn your Bible. That's right. And the Bible's important. And man, when I didn't know anything, I remember when I first met Al, I was not a born, I was Catholic, but I wasn't really born again at all. And when I first met him, he would take me out to his house for the weekend on Long Island. And I would sit down with the family at dinner. He had brother, sister, you know, and parents. And they, they were very smart people. And they started talking about different things, politics, religion, whatever it was, you know, and I, I knew nothing. I was so young and I was so naive and I was pretty sheltered. So I sat there pretty quiet and, and I don't think Al ever knew this, but it really bothered me when I knew that I was going to go to their house and I was just going to sit down around the table and not be able to uh, contribute to the conversation because I didn't know anything. I just felt really stupid, you know, so I would just eat more and eat more, you know. Uh, But then once I accepted Jesus out and I I started reading the Bible, it's like I had an answer for every conversation that would come up. Why? Because my mind was being renewed to the word of God and I measure everything up against the word of God. So if somebody said something about politics, I can combat it if I, if I need to with the word of God, showing them this is what the word says. And now I have an answer for everything and I don't feel intimidated. I don't feel embarrassed because I base everything on God's word. And that's you why know? it's important we learn God's word and mm-hmm. operate in it and believe it and come out of that worldly mindset. Right. That worldly way of, you know, this is how we do these things. Yes. And um, <clears throat> one of the things I do, and it's important to me, if um, someone gives me the wrong change, I make sure 
In other words, they give me too much change. Oh, yeah. I make sure I get it back to them. That's right. The world would go, whoa, this is awesome. That's right. We got to think and do differently. And that's when the blessings of God are poured on us. That's so right. I remember walking out of a, a, a store with a family member. And I, it, it was, a, you know, you get, uh, it wasn't a dollar store, but it was, you know, a little more than that, but a cheaper store. And I got a whole bunch of stuff. And when I put everything in the in the trunk, I noticed that there was a box of tissues there that I didn't pay for. It was, it was out of the bag and everything. And I said to this person, oh, my gosh, I forgot to pay for this. Oh, it was 69 cents. Okay. <laughs> and I said... I said, normally, I said, well, okay, so just wait here. I'll be right back. And they go, where are you going? And I said, well, I'm going to return it. And this person looked at me like, what are you, crazy? It's 69 cents. It's not going to hurt anybody. And what I did was rather than wait online to buy it, I just put it back in the store and walked out. And I'll get it another time. Do you know that person was so convicted? She she didn't talk to me for two weeks. Mm -hmm. She was angry at me Mm -hmm. because because I kind of, without realizing it, put her to shame, okay? But the world's way would have said, I've given enough money to people. I've been so good to people. I deserve this. This is God blessing me. I'm going to keep it and everything. And it's just not right to do. But I want to show you how important it is to have your mind renewed so that you can believe differently than you did before. We had a family gathering years ago. Um, it was my stepdad's 92nd birthday and all the family came from out of town and we just had it in the house. And many people stayed at our home, but the party was great and toward the end of it, my six-year-old grandson said, Grandma, I don't feel well. And I took his temperature and he had 103 temperature. So I quick put him in the bedroom and uh, we prayed over him, made him lie down, went back to the party. And within the next hour, both my sister-in-law and brother-in-law, your sister and brother got violent stomach cramps and they became nauseous in their stomach. My husband comes down with a very bad headache and had chills. And my son came down with a fever and stomach cramps. My daughter had all symptoms of a strep throat and everyone became instantly sick all at the same time. This was very unusual. I mean, this is weird. And I did all I could for all of them. I provided the food over the next few days, the water, the juice. I kept them as comfortable as I could, especially those that were staying with me. And, and you know, after the end of the first week, it dawned on me, I was the only one who didn't get sick. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Oh, wow, this is after it was almost over. They all suffered with their symptoms. A lot of them went back home, and they still stayed sick. They would keep in touch with us. Al and Brian were so sick, they couldn't even get out of bed. Our other relatives were were just, it took a whole week. And, you know, I thought about it. I said, well, why didn't I get sick? And you know what I came up with? Because it wasn't on my mind. Al. I had no time to think. No, this is no great Shakespeare. I'm not raising myself up. I just didn't have time to think about the possibility of catching whatever everyone else had. It literally never entered my mind because I was so busy taking care of. Now, if I did think about it, I probably would have become fearful and worried and I probably would have gotten sick. 
because the fear could bring on that sickness. And thank God I never thought about it. And, you know, I want to say that it's not that I'm so good or, or it's not that I was in faith and they weren't. No, that's not, not whatever happened to these people. God took the opportunity to show me that all of us can live in a different realm. Out, this is almost this is almost crazy. It's almost like hard to believe, but I believe it to be true. And I know people in my life who actually live in another realm and they have no problem with anything. They just don't get sick. They just don't get fearful. They just don't get depressed. And it's just because it just never enters their mind anymore. Well, what happened to these people? God took that opportunity to show me that if you renew your mind to the word of God, you can live in a different realm where it won't even enter your mind. That's right. That's right. Our thoughts oh, are powerful. Geez. Just the way you think, you know, the Lord has showed me many times, don't let this person occupy space in your mind. Okay. Don't go there when you're thinking. Think this, not that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either way, what's going to happen is going to happen, but think the good, not the bad, because right. it helps us to feel better, happy, healthier. You wow. know, we got to pay attention to what we think about. And Paul tells us in Philippians 4 and 8, oh, I could read how this. to think. You know, and yeah, how to, how think. to think. And you know, it's so funny. He does, God does tell us how to think. I mean, yeah. because he knows our default is to go to negative things, to go to fearful things, yeah. to go to fear, regrets in our lives. Think about that. Focus on I should have, I could have, I should have, I could have. All that is just unnecessary. It's like everyone's sick, I'm next. Oh, yeah. Or I'm staying away. You guys take care of yourself. I don't want to get this. I'm going to a hotel. But it didn't even enter my mind in Philippians 4, 8. This is how God shows us and tells us to think. Finally, brothers, whatever things are true, whatever, which is I am healed, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. So he tells oh us what to gosh, think. Why do we go to the negative it's, all the I time? I don't know. It's human nature. But, but when God does so many positive things in our life, we go right to the negative first. We should be going to the positive We shouldn't first. have to be told this. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you, we, know? We, you know, but you, you have to. It's yeah. human nature to do that. But you can educate yourself out of that mindset. Yeah. Train yourself to think differently and focus on that different thinking. Wow. And then you don't, he tells you how to think. So we have to think that way. That's right. And, and, and as much as possible, you know, some of the things going on in the world right now are just such a downer. And we start talking about it. And, and then you start thinking and thinking. And then it starts to snowball. Next thing you know, you're just a mess. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I try to stay and keep my, keep my thinking on right. God and his goodness. And where it all ends right. for me is good. That's right. That's right. You, well, might, yeah, well, you know, like you say, 1 Corinthians 2 and 16 says that you have the mind of Christ. We have this available to us. To have That's awesome money. because people would say, well, I can't help what I think. What about that story with uh, Pastor Scott when he went to the jail and, and, uh, and this guy comes up to him and one of the inmates comes up to him and says, I am thinking such bad thoughts. Well, I was depressed. So I was thinking depressed. He was depressed and thinking depressed and thinking depressed. I and can't th stop thinking this And way. Scott said, yes, you can. He says, I can't, I can't help it. 
I can't help it. I can't help it. It just comes to me. I can't help it. And what did Scott, Scott said? He said, well, look, if I, if He's, I told so you. So what happened was the guys kept saying, I can't stop. I always have these negative thinking all the time. And Scott said, you don't have to do that. You can change that. No, I can't change it. It's always there. I'm always thinking negative. And he said, if I gave you a million dollars, could you not think that way for five minutes? He goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. You know what I mean? It's like you can change this. You know? Right, right. Well, what happens if you do get those negative thoughts and those depressing thoughts? As 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says to cast those thoughts down. Anything that is against what the Word of God said, which is totally positive and good, anything that comes against that, you are to cast them down. Now, what that means, cast that thinking down, means to stop thinking that way and think another way. Right. Cast that bad thinking out. Get rid of it. You know... Al, I thought about, you know, uh, if I would have thought about getting sick, I probably, because of, because my mind has been renewed over the years, I probably would have taken authority immediately at the onset to get rid of it. And you know why? Because healing is mine and healing is yours. And you don't have to live with your sickness. But in your mind, the fear create, the thoughts create fear and, and the sickness ends up staying. But you have to focus on the fact and the truth that Jesus purchased your healing 2,000 years ago. And you can live and walk in divine health. And I always look at sickness as an intruder because it it. Wait a minute, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. I have Jesus Christ and everything he is inside of my spirit. You dare to come and attack my body? You dare to come? You know, like Al, you've always said this, you know, uh, if, if somebody walked in my house, my front door, and took two of my television sets, you're not going to say, oh, there's a third one up there. <laughs> you're going to stop them because those TV sets are rightfully yours. Right. They belong to you. And healing belongs to you. So health and healing belongs to me. The sickness is actually an intruder. Absolutely. You kick it out. You get rid of it. When Al had COVID, man, when we were fighting in the spirit, I took, I literally opened my front door and kicked it out. You don't belong in this house, certainly not in his body. You know, this is what I say because you might be saying to me, well, listen, I got a lot of pain and I feel it. And I understand that. I understand you feel the pain. But here's the reality. By his stripes, I was, past tense, healed. So, therefore, I would say this. I believe I'm healed. I am totally healed. I believe I'm healed. This pain I feel is a lie. And a lie can be convincing. Some people can lie and you believe the whole thing and it's all a lie. That pain you're feeling is a lie. Well, it doesn't feel like a lie. It is a lie. What you actually have is perfect health because of what Jesus did. Amen. That's so awesome. I want to share this story because it's a little bit deep. You got to have a revelation on it, but it's good. Uh, I remember you bought me a coach uh, bag years ago, oh, yeah. beautiful coach bag for my birthday. And it was like $250, $300, whatever it was. It was something I wanted. It was beautiful, all different colors and everything. And, uh, and he paid a lot of money for it. I appreciate it. I was wearing it. And I went uh, to a friend's home and uh, shortly after that, and she had the same purse sitting there on the couch. And I, and I said to her, I said, oh my goodness, you got the same purse. I said, 
What she goes, isn't it beautiful? And I said, yeah, I love it. And uh, it looked the same. It worked the same. It was the same purse, same colors inside and out. And uh, she said, I paid $29.95 for it, very proud. And I stepped back and I said, what? $29.95? That's crazy. We paid $300 for this thing. And she said this. She said, it's an imitation. And the Lord quickened me right there and then and really taught me a lesson. Like, look. That sickness that you have or whoever has it, right? I took that, he said, I took that sickness onto myself 2,000 years ago. Therefore, we both cannot have this sickness. This is what Jesus was saying. Either you have it or I have it, he said. And he said, let me just tell you this. I took the real thing. He said, I took the real sickness, what you have is an imitation, just like that purse. It looked the same. It worked worked the same. same. It had the same results. It was just amazing what he showed me on that purse. So thank you for getting me that because it really led into a a good, absolutely. But it's true. So you have to, and you say, you're telling me my symptoms are fake. Yes, they are a lie from the enemy. And if you get this revelation, look, Be comfortable, go get medicine if you gotta be comfortable, but always stand on the truth that God's got the real thing. And when you get a revelation of God's got the real thing, so why am I carrying this? He took it. We, but this is fake, this is fake. He took the real thing. This is how faith operates and you have to understand, yes, you are feeling pain. I'm not denying that. You can't sit sure. there, you know, you sit there and say, look, I'm feeling pain. Don't tell me this is not true. This is, yes. you know, I'm feeling severe pain. Yes, you are. And I sympathize. But it's a lie. Yes. As long as you understand, oh, I get it. I am feeling this. It is an imitation. The devil's put, trying to put this on me and he wants me to accept it so that it can be mine. Yeah, then you accept it and it becomes yours. It becomes yours. And it gets harder to get rid of it. But I want you to understand, I'm not denying that you don't feel pain or symptoms, whatever your problem is. I'm not denying that. What I am saying is you've been lied to and you've got a cheap imitation that you're bought into the fact that it's real and it's not. That's right. I'd like to pray for you now for those who are hurting physically or emotionally and, and that God would give you a deeper revelation. Father, I pray for those people right now who are watching who are hurting. They may have even lost a loved one or they have a sickness in their body or disease that they've been fighting for a long time or even an earache or, or a backache, whatever it might be from small to big, Lord. It doesn't matter. I pray for the healing power of God to touch each and every one of you right now in Jesus' name, ears are being healed right now. The, 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 the fact that you can't hear like you want to hear is being healed right now. Eyes are becoming, your eyesight is becoming clearer right now in the name of Jesus. All back pain, back pain, go in the name of Jesus. It's gone right now. Father, I thank you for your healing power. And I ask you to give these people a desire, an appetite to go to your word and fill themselves with with the truth of your word, where they can truly say in the midst of the worst pain ever, by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed 2,000 years ago. Pain, you leave me. Disease, you leave my body now. Thank you for healing people as we speak right now, Father. We give you all the praise and the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's awesome. Amen. That is so good. It's so important to understand you 
were healed. Right. And we're, the all, yeah. we're not trying to get healed. We were. And I know that you, you told me this story a lot of times. You would put a, a CD of Andrew Womack oh, yeah. when we were first, uh, you know, and, and listening to it. And you, he would be in the car. Anytime you went in the car, you played that same yeah. tape. Went on with the key and off with the key. For months? Oh, months? yeah, months until, until I knew every word. Yeah. In fact, he said, I even know what's going to come out of Andrew's <laughs> mouth next. Yes, yeah, right. You know, because you, but you see, renewing your mind is, is that's what it says, to renew. You can sit under the same teaching over and over and over and over again, and you should. Because that's what renewing your mind is. You, you don't hear it one time and then you get it. Right. You know, this is why people get, they go, well, I prayed that and it didn't work. Oh my gosh, this takes work. This takes takes diligence. This takes standing. That's what the Bible means when it says stand. Mm -hmm. You stand on what the word of God says and you stand there and say, no, this is what I have. It's mine. I am. I was healed a long time ago. That's right. I am healed. And I really believe that we could be so filled with the word of God that we can, you can be like I was years ago when everybody around me was sick and I didn't even think of getting sick. You know, and again, it has nothing to do with me. God just used that to show me that there is a realm that you can live in and you don't have to worry about anything, worry about getting sick or anything. I did it in a church where I was a guest speaker. I walked in, I said, where's everybody? And they, at the church, there was not a lot of people there. And they said, you don't know? And I said, no. (laughs) And they said, everybody's sick. Everyone's got the flu and you're next. And I said, I will never get that flu. And I never did. That's right. That's right. Because his mind was renewed to the word of God and he knows the promises of God. We want to encourage you to go to our website, victorylifeministries.org. And you could find that story and more in this book called God's Best is for You Too. And we put that word too on also because people think that God's best is only for the ones who preach the gospel. That is not true. It's for you, the housewife, the husband, the kids, whoever. It's for you God's too. best is for you too. He has the best life ever. And just connect with him and renew your mind to the Word of God. We hope you enjoyed this and thank you so much for joining us. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.